1: You see it being sold everywhere now. You saw it even before it became legal on July 1st. CBD oil, is it regulated? Is it safe? What does it do? If you're confused about CBD oil, you're not alone. Today on Florida Matters, we're going to try to get some clarity with our guests. Here in the studio with me, Jonathan Solomon, president of ProLeave, a local company that produces lab-tested CBD products. And from his office in Tampa, Dr. David Berger, pediatrician and owner and medical director of Holistic Pediatrics and Family Care, and certified to authorize patients to receive medical marijuana. Welcome, both of you.
2: Hello. Thank you for having us.
1: Dr. Berger, how are you using CBD oil in your practice, if at all?
2: So I was actually one of the first physicians, and I believe the first pediatrician in the state of Florida, who actually started utilizing CBD based upon the original laws passed back in 2014, although products didn't become available for a while after that. That was when it was originally approved only for people with seizures muscle spasms, cancer, um, or terminal illnesses. When the statute passed in 2016, by the following summer, that's when pretty much we had much more fuller abilities to order it for pretty much any chronic debilitating symptom. You were also allowed to authorize patients to receive it for that. So I certainly do lots of different routes of administrations, um, You know, the most common, of course, being um, oral forms of either in oils or tinctures, capsule forms. Um, now that there are products like with patches available, um, people can do it in a vaporized form for more fast-acting relief. Um, there's even suppository forms, although not too many takers for that these days. Um, but yeah, so I use it for a variety of conditions in a variety of different doses. And depending on both the age and the experience of the patient, My dosing regimens will be modified based upon that.
1: But you treat children, so...
2: Why treat children and adults?
1: Okay. So, uh, Jonathan, what does CBD do? You sell CBD products. I'm just... I guess I'm talking about CBD oil, but it's put into other things. And what's what's the benefits?
0: So it's put in a number of forms. Uh, Primarily, we do topicals and anything you can ingest. You know, the big things we sell is CBD oils, gummies is a big one, uh, topical salves, and then as Dr. Berger mentioned, vaping, just because it's a quick acting. And those are really the big things that people will see on the shelves and they'll look for. CBD is primarily known for four major things, um, stress, anxiety, sleep, um, or any kind of pain or inflammation. And those are the, really the big ones that people will move for. Um, since you really can't make medical claims. People also identify those four things with pieces that will go with an ailment they might have.
1: The U.S. Food and Drug Administration, though, has approved CBD for just one use. Is this right, Dr. Berger, for childhood epilepsy seizures?
2: Yeah, there's two genetic epilepsy um, syndromes that it's been FDA approved for, and that is actually available by prescription in a brand called Epidiolex, and that's really the only thing that the FDA has said it's legal for. You know, the FDA has also said that the only products that are listed as CBD that are legal are those who have gone through like the approval process similar to the way that's that, um, that supplements are, are, are going through. So um, there has to be that kind of process as well.
1: Okay. So legality is a huge, huge subject. We've got to get to it because people are so confused. But what is it good for? Why are people going crazy for CBD oil right now? We see it Everywhere I see it in gas stations, in the airport. There's um, t- little shops popping up all over the downtowns. People are really excited about the, the possibilities for this product. Um, Dr. Berger, I mean, are you finding that parents are coming in, people are coming in requesting it?
2: Absolutely. You know, CBD, from all indications, is one of the safest substances that you could give to somebody from a treatment. I, I kind of dislike vitamin C. I almost think it like as vitamin CBD in that level of safety. You know, understanding that the human body, as well as all vertebrae and even some non-vertebrates, have natural endocannabinoid receptors, so endo meaning inside the body. So these are naturally produced receptors in our body. And we also have naturally produced endocannabinoids themselves that stimulate that. And so the way that this whole system works and the reason why it seems to be helpful for so many different conditions is it's a master regulator. It maintains homeostasis balance in the body. And so what happens is that if one cell, and particularly more like nerve cells, pain cells, as well as inflammatory cells, when one cell is overstimulating the second cell, the second cell sends a signal back to the first cell, basically to c- telling it, the body to calm down. And those are the cannabinoids. Those signals are the endocannabinoids. Now, in people who have enough chronic illness, the body may be overwhelmed by that self-regulatory mechanism. And the plant-based cannabinoids then can be helpful because it can, as a stronger reaction um, on the effect of that receptor to make that receptor be stimulated better to cause a better suppression of the overstimulation that the, that, that, that's happening inside the body pathologically. So
1: you think that's what's happening inside the body to help patients, but medical studies right now are still in such early stages, aren't they? I mean, they're they're showing promise that CBD is showing promise, but really that's isn't that all it is right now, Jonathan. I mean, as far as actual medical studies, they're they're in very early stages. Some of them still just being done on animals.
0: Correct. So people are just coming to it we're finding because in the early stages, there was confusion of, is this marijuana? Am I going to get high? Am I going to get in trouble? Over the last really six to nine months, uh, especially since the new farm bill passed, it's becoming more mainstream. And they're realizing that there's not this stigma with it. Their friends, their family are using it. Yes, it's in those stages. There's not a huge amount of trials out there and, and research behind it. But people are giving it a shot they're seeing results from it. Um, Some are not seeing results. But if they're seeing results and their friends are telling them that, hey, it helped me, that seems to be good enough that they'll keep going. I get a lot of business where people say, my friend tried it. They saw results. We'll do the same for me. There's no set guarantee, but, you know, we hope it. And many times they will come back and say, it did help me. So, unfortunately, it's a trial and error, but a lot of people are willing to, to try it out and see.
1: So, Jonathan, do you have a storefront or do you produce this and distribute it to other stores? How are you selling this?
0: So we manufacture right now under our brand, ProLeaf, and then we do a lot of private labeling for other companies You already have a dedicated market. They either want to push out a CBD product and they might be in the health and wellness space or a range of different industries and they want to give it a shot and they want to enter this new big cash crop and this new business um, and be on the forefront and then we will be opening a new store actually in South Tampa. And then our hope is over the next uh, six months to a year to start franchising the company across the country too for storefronts. The big thing that was holding us back was the legalities of it. And there's a lot of other legal regulations you know, for banking and other things that really do hold us back from really pushing forth. And it's a state-by-state law difference too.
1: I mean – Everybody seems to be confused about legality. People are getting arrested at Disney World. Uh, You know, grandmother at Disney World getting arrested with some CBD oil in her purse. This was before July when we made it legal here in Florida. But still, you hear law enforcement officers saying they're really not sure what's legal and what's not. And it's been called the Wild West because there's, there's the possibility of making a lot of money but it's unregulated. How is it measured? Micrograms, C B D units. Doctor Berger, how how do you know the strength of the C B D oil?
2: So regardless of the product that's being used, I always counsel my patients, think milligrams, not drops, not gummies, not capsules, because there's different strengths. Just like there's extra strength Tylenol and regular strength Tylenol, but if it, you tell your doctor you're taking one pill, you don't know what you're getting. So um, so I tell people, always think in terms of milligrams, because a milligram is still a milligram, just like 200 milligrams of Advil and 200 milligrams of Motrin are the exact same thing, and they happen to be one pill. But back in the day when there were prescriptions, there were 400 and 800 milligrams of iv profen available too so just but as long as you think milligrams and you're going to get it right
1: okay so the problem is though it's not regulated like as i guess prescription medicines are so you don't know exactly what you're getting you jonathan you advertise as lab tested so do you feel pretty confident that you know the strength of the cbd oils and tinctures that you're giving out
0: Yes, and I agree 100%. Milligrams is the key, uh, but it goes even a little further than that. It's the ingredients. So we do third-party lab test all our products to verify. If we say it's 25 milligrams per gummy, there should be 25 milligrams in that gummy. But the other thing I always tell people is look about what's in the product. Are there additives? Are there fillers? Um, We use MCT oil. Some people use avocado oil. It's the other ingredients that are in the product. And then the other big thing we tell people to look for is, a lot of companies will say, well, we're made in America. But where did the CBD itself come from? They might get the CBD from Europe, China, uh, India at times. Hemp, it's a very nutrient-rich product. It soaks up everything from the earth. So at times I've seen from India and China, there's a lot of hard metals in the ground and sometimes chemicals. It soaks all that up. It's very difficult to extract all that out. We like to say in the U.S., we've got the cleanest product And so usually it will come from Colorado, Kentucky, Oregon, California, places like that were the big ones in the initial stages and still are the big ones. So we use U.S. grown CBD. So those are the big things. And then, of course, third-party lab tested. And when I say third-party lab tested, it's testing the actual product. I've seen companies in the past where they say, we've tested the ingredient. And the ingredient's great. And we test the ingredient also to make sure before we put in the product. But I like to test the finished product to see when we mixed it, when we made it, did it actually produce what we say it produced? And that's the big thing. And so unfortunately, when we have people out there, when they're buying, they're saying, I tried CBD, it didn't work. Well, how much milligrams were in it? I don't know. And that's...
1: Where did you get it? I mean, I saw it, I was walking through the airport, and there was just like a bookshelf with CBD products on it. Who do you ask? Where did this come from? And what's the strength? And who's tested? I mean, you know, it's being sold like, crazy. You can put any label on yeah, it. Yeah,
0: it's I me. Mean, it's in better, better beyond right now. And, you know, I I'm nothing gets better, better beyond. But you're asking somebody who just works there, be like, hey, tell me what I need for CBD. Is mm-hmm. this right for me? And unfortunately, they might not have the answer. I have a lot of people who say, I bought it on Amazon and I didn't see any results. So why will this work for me? Well, unfortunately, the stuff sold on Amazon is not real CBD. So we get that a lot of times where people, they try a product It's not necessarily CBD. It might be hemp seed, and they get turned off. And then it's tough to bring them back to say, well, maybe you didn't take the right product. Give this a shot. Um, So that's kind of the game we're in right now.
1: Yeah, it's confusing. Dr. Berger, um, let's take a step back and just talk about what CBD is. It's taken from both marijuana or hemp. How can it be the same thing?
2: First, so the understanding is that both You know, marijuana, which is a high THC to low CBD product, although there are companies um, such as Charlotte's Web and Haley's Hope who have actually modified it to naturally produce more CBD and low amounts of THC. But that's technically what hemp is in a lot of ways. So both hemp and marijuana, those are made up words. Okay, cannabis is the name of the is the name of the family of these plants and so you'll hear about you know cannabis sativa cannabis indica. um hemp is a cannabis sativa um it's a form of it it's just a non-psychoactive form so they both are the same plant so just like there are green apples that are tart and some red apples that are sweet but they're both apples but yet they both taste very different it's a similar type of thing it's just different species within a fa- within a family of plants
1: okay And so there's also a lot of different strains of marijuana, as you said. I mean, just like there's lots of different kinds of apples, there's lots of different kinds of marijuana. Would that give you different kinds of CBD?
2: Okay. So it comes back to there's another... So besides the cannabinoids, which are THC and CBD in these plants, the other main constituents here are what are called terpenes. And terpenes is what gives the flavor to it, um, but also some of the effects. So some terpenes are better helpful for pain, and some are better helpful for sleep, and some are more helpful for increasing energy or increasing um, focus and attention. So a lot of times it's the other things that are the natural to the actual plant itself that can have those types of effects.
1: So right now, how are we taking the CBD oil in, in tinctures and creams? Also, you said gummies, but I'm not sure if it's legal to put it into foods right now. What's the state of that, So Jonathan? There's,
0: there's actually two ways to to put it in. And the big things we deal with are oils and then a powder form, which we call isolate. Uh, isolate primarily is uh, THC-free. The oil, for the most part, was the one that had the small trace med THC under the legal limit of 0.3%. But now we find the oil or the distillate, you can get THC-free. And it's really a a big thing for us, especially for making tinctures. But we will put it in oils. We'll put it in gummies. We'll put it in creams. But the FDA is the one that's going to dictate on what we can and cannot do. And really the big one, they haven't really ruled on gummies, which is a big market for CBD. But the other big ones, uh, drinks, ice cream, that's something that a lot of people are holding back on a huge mass push on because that's the thing the FDA would rule on.
1: You think CBD ice cream would be really popular?
0: Well, we've done CBD ice cream in the past, and it has been very popular. So um, you've
1: sold it even though you weren't sure about the legality. I mean, and I'm saying this is what everyone seems to be yeah. doing. They're just kind of going ahead. and
0: Yeah, little test ones, and especially before the farm Bill really dictated how we operate, and it was kind of really a wild, wild west Right now, it's a wild west, but before, it was complete.
1: Anarchy? (laughs) You
0: can use those words. Um, But we did, and we tried it out, and it worked out incredibly well. People loved it. You think people, you know, they take the CBD to kind of get through their day. You know, for the major things I mentioned, stress, anxiety, and sleep, but you're going to eat probably a little snack before you get to bed, a little dessert. If you have a problem sleeping or you have some pain, why not double your dessert with your CBD? And so we had a huge success with it, but... We've kind of rolled that back since because of the FDA.
1: So, Dr. Berger, you're not worried about any side effects, taking it with your food, taking it in pills, taking it to fall asleep, taking it because you feel a little nervous. You don't think there could be any any possible harm in that?
2: No, I wouldn't say that. I have had some patients who have gotten irritable for it from it, and then they stop it and it goes away. One of the nice things about using the cannabinoids is that it's a fast on. You do get the effect the first day based upon the dose that you take, but also if you don't take it again the next day, it's Pretty much although it's traceable in the system, the, the um, therapeutic effects are, are not going to usually be there. So what I you know with everything in life, I mean you can also drink too much water or people are allergic to peanuts and strawberries. so there's nothing in life that's absolutely 100% safe. And so my approach is to start people off on a very small and usually not even therapeutic dose, work the dose up gradually so that if there is a negative reaction, you'll catch it, and then you can make the proper adjustments. But once a person's been on it and tolerating it, there's really no concern. The, the state of Florida has deemed that when when getting it from the dispensaries, that it's legal to do it during pregnancy and during lactation, where, of course, with THC, it's not. Um, so, you know, I kind of always looked at that as a good way of knowing what how safe something is, how comfortable are we giving it to someone who's pregnant or someone who's breastfeeding. So if there was a problem, you'd catch it, you stop it, but it's not going to cause any kind of irreversible damage.
1: So the problem seems to be that if it's absolutely pure, it's legal, and it's not going to cause as many side effects. But if it has THC, which is the chemical that causes the euphoria, which causes the high with marijuana, it's illegal, it's addictive, and it has more side effects. And the problem right now is that it's not universally tested, it's not regulated, and you get THC contaminating the CBD oil, either by accident or by design, And I think law enforcement right now is having a hard time with that. They're pulling people over. I just read a story. They pulled someone over who had CBD, and then it did have too much THC. They have to test it to find out if it's got THC. That means the law enforcement has to go buy all these kits. Where do you see this going?
2: Well, I actually disagree with a couple of the comments that you made. First of all, cannabis, medical cannabis, is legal in the state of Florida. That's what we get from the state dispensaries, which are called MMTCs, or Medical Marijuana Treatment Centers, which I think is kind of a dumb name because it sounds more like a a treatment center or a a clinic, not a person who's selling it. But all of the products that are available um, from the dispensaries are tested just the exact same way that CBD is tested. I also want to disagree about what you said about THC because THC is not addictive. A person could be dependent on it because it works just like a person could be dependent on their Prozac or their Adderall or their pain medication because when they stop it, it doesn't get. But there is no physical addictive properties to the cannabinoids. Your body does not, it doesn't happen that way. And so it's not not a true physical addiction.
1: So you're advising people to buy from licensed dispensaries because you're saying they'll know what they're getting. But I guess what I'm talking about is the CBD that you see all over the street. Jonathan, this question of what's legal and what's not. A quick Google search of, is CBD oil legal? Here's the results. This is a two-second Google search from the LA Times. Can you carry CBD oil on the plane? Maybe. From Time Magazine, is CBD oil legal or healthy? From People Magazine, does CBD oil have health benefits and is it legal? Everybody all over the country is trying to figure this thing out. How do you operate a business in this kind of environment?
0: So uh, the tough thing about it is there's people every day Googling everything. And they Google something and say, well, CBD legal. And they might pull up an article that says no. But then the question is, when that was that article written?
1: These were all recent. These were all, you know, I checked. These were all in a couple weeks. So okay. <laughs> the, the confusion is real. Yeah. yeah. So the
0: confusion is real.
2: But the, it's also state versus federal. So there's also that aspect because the federal laws and the Florida laws are not the same.
0: Correct. So the Farm Bill really dictated how CBD was to be separated from cannabis, um, from you know, actual marijuana, that, you know, the big things that people are concerned about. So completely separating them. Um, dictated how it needs to be grown, agriculture protocols, everything, but then also gave the FDA oversight to, to make claims and uh, comment on it. But what it also said was This is on a federal level what we're saying, but the state has its own rules and regulations that they can dictate. Florida being one of the most recent on July 1st saying, you can farm it, but you need to register. You can't just grow in your backyard. And the laws that follow how we produce it, the legal limits, and all that that goes with it. Unfortunately, there's a lot of companies out there that are just producing it, and they're not lab testing it. So some of these ones that people are getting pulled over – they might have something that's legal, but they don't have any paperwork with it, um, or an officer is not fully up to date on the laws. But there's a lot of products out there that are just not being lab tested. And the big one it really is the CBD levels, I, I agree, are 100% important on, if it says 500 milligrams, it should have 500 milligrams in it. But the THC has always been the big problem that people are concerned about. One, they're concerned about, does it have THC and making it high? But then also from a federal and state level, Does it fall under the legal limit? Or a lot of times what I've seen, especially in the last few weeks, surprisingly, an item might say it's THC-free, but then it tests for some THC. And so that's the big one, CBD levels, but I'm always a big proponent on the THC levels, being under the legal limit. But if it says THC-free, it should be zero THC.
1: It should be, but it sounds like, who knows? It's not always. Who knows? Dr. Berger, is it being regulated sort of the same way that other supplements are?
2: Well, again, I can only speak to the products that I would be comfortable <laughs> suggesting to a patient, which is from the dispensaries. And the level of, of testing that they're doing is in what I've seen, because, you know, also we haven't even talked about pesticides, you know, with heavy metals, certainly a problem, but even pesticides, depending on how they're growing it, you know, you can use ladybug technology or you can use all kinds of pesticides on these plants too. Um, and so there's the other, those types of taken of, of consideration. But, uh, you know, I tell people any good company should readily have available their certificates of analysis, which is what the results of the lab testing would be, and they should be able to not only readily have it, but they should be have it available for every single batch that they make. And so I tell people, like you know, if you ask a company, this is true for any supplement, and you, know, you should ask to see their last three certificates of analysis, their data. And if they're not willing to give it to you, or it looks like it's been spread out over the last ten years, you know they're not either not checking every batch, or they know something they don't want you to know. So a company, a company who's doing lab testing on every single batch, and they're willing to share that information with you is, in my opinion, you know, a superior company and really the only type of company I would go with.
1: Jonathan?
0: Yeah, and the big thing is I can't speak for other supplements, but, you know, with the state law now it's passing, it's saying these lab tests or some way to access lab tests needs to be on the bottle. So you need to have a website. Uh, a lot of companies are putting QR codes where you can scan it in and pull up the lab test. Um, we put all our lab tests online. I've seen a lot more companies now putting their lab tests online. Some of them might be outdated. Some of might be recent. But that should be the big thing that companies should be putting. Some way that it says on the bottle, a website, a QR code, some way to access it, to pull it uh, in real time. You know, Most people have smartphones. If they see a website, they're going to pull it up just a look more into the product, those lab tests should be readily available. We put them on each of the products. We're actually launching a new website where it will actually be on the top where it'll say lab tests. So you'll see it on the products pages themselves, but you also see on top where you can click it. So we're hitting it on both angles. There should be no confusion, very easy for the customer to get to.
1: So I wanted to ask you both, what advice would you give to people if they want to try CBD oil and they want to know that they're getting something that's not going to be contaminated, and maybe it's going to be actually what it says on the label. What should they do? Where should they go, Dr. Berger?
2: You know, again, any of the dispensaries, they'll have that information on site. Any of the companies should be able to sell it to you. And it is a very buyer beware. You know, as with many things in life, so a person who does the research about the companies to kind of determine who is, you know, well-rated, but and also, but it still comes down to the testing. A good company should be doing all that testing, and you know, the reality is when they've taken a lot of these products that they've looked into at the at the and you know, on the gas stations and and elsewhere around town, I and mean, there may not be any CBD in there at all. They found products that are high in THC that are not listing that on the labels. That could be a huge problem, obviously, for somebody. So, you know, it, it still comes down to the accuracy. See in the reporting.
1: But to go to a dispensary, medical marijuana dispensary, don't you need to have a prescription even to basically get in the door?
2: No. Well, first of all, it's not a prescription, we're not doing any prescribing. We are certifying to authorize that. Re- the reason that was made that way is that because the, on the DEA level, we haven't talked about the DEA yet, but the DEA level actually says, the law says that a doctor cannot prescribe a controlled substance, especially if it's a class one substance, which is what THC falls under the category of. But so what the state may, and what the, most of the states around has done is instead of calling it a prescription, they're, they're calling it a certification. And that's why you don't see them being sold at pharmacies. That's why you're seeing it being sold at dispensaries.
1: Okay, Jonathan, obviously a lot of people aren't going to want to go to a doctor and get a certification card in order to try CBD oil. What would you you suggest for those people?
0: So I'd go to a source that you feel comfortable going to and you can trust, whether it's your health and wellness store, a brand that maybe a friend or family member had recommended. But when you're looking at a brand, look for the major things. If possible, that says where the CBD came from, how it's extracted. Um, Ideally, a CBD product that the, the CBD ingredient itself has come from the U.S. It should be very simple ingredients. Uh, tincture should have a carrier, an MCT, an avocado, some other carrier, and CBD. No additives or fillers. But really just ingredients you feel comfortable with, a product you feel comfortable with, a source you feel comfortable with. But if there's ever any concern about it, I always suggest consult your doctor. Ask them.
1: Okay. That's Jonathan Solomon, president of ProLeave, a local company that produces lab-tested CBD. We're also speaking with Dr. David Berger, pediatrician and certified to authorize patients to receive medical marijuana. Thank you both so much for being with us.
2: All right. Thank you very much. Thank you.
1: Thank you for joining us. To reach us, you can email us at floridamatters at WUSF.org. You can tweet us at Matters. And Florida Matters is available as a podcast. Search for it wherever you get your podcasts. Florida Matters is a production of WUSF Public Media. The engineer is George Govin. This week's show was produced by Mary Shedden, Julio Ochoa, and Stephanie Colombini. I'm Robin Sussingham. Thanks for listening.